This is Josh with the Synchronized Universe Podcast. Coming at you live from my drive home. It's a particularly rough day at work. Need to vent about some stuff, I would feel. So this one's going to be about uh, something more cosmic than uh, my little self-help things I've done the past couple times. It's going to be talking about the whole flat earth and uh, versus not flat earth and uh, the idea we live in a closed system or that space isn't real that I've been seeing so much of and uh, how that ties into what they say in the Bible and whatnot. So first of all, what inspired this is I've been, you know, I was watching one of my friends comment on this flat earth thing and how, you know, God created this closed system that we live in and there's nothing else and space doesn't exist. All of that is a lie. And, uh, I don't know, felt like I wanted to talk about it because it's something I'm interested in. I definitely, first of all, want to do a disclaimer. I do not believe the earth is flat. I do not believe we lived in a closed, live in a closed system. I do believe that space is real. I think it's absolutely ridiculous to think it's not real. But I can see, you know, why some people may think that, you know, like, for instance, this guy commented saying that, you know, because it was a comment on a, uh, on an image that depicts the different sizes of planets as they compare to Earth, you know, like Jupiter and whatnot and the sun and how it's way bigger because it is, you know, based on our scientific representation, you know, our scientific studies and math and all the neat stuff that we've done with our satellites, you know, we've been able to determine how big the sun is in comparison to our planet. And it's not, see, the thing about it is for that, it's not just us in our current science that describe the size of the sun and that the planets are spherical in nature, it's the ancients too. So the Sumerians had depictions of all this. They had measurements of the sun. They had the rotations of the planets. So it's not just us. This is not just our modern science, you know, explaining this, you know, that, so that alone based on that defeats that argument. It's not just our modern science trying to fool us. But anyway, the guy commented saying, you know, we've been told this stuff since we were little. You know, he's in defense of the flat earth. We've been told this stuff since we were little and nobody's ever questioned it. And, you know, science this and the science is BS. And then he started spouting off Bible quotes. And he's, uh, you know, in these Bible quotes, he's talking about how God created the firmament and etc. And uh, what I, you know, why I commented on his is that so your entire life, You've been told that God did this and God did that because somebody is reading it from the Bible to you and you've read it from the Bible. But you have never questioned outside of that. You have never looked outside of that. And that's the problem. Is like that argument, you know, your argument's invalid because you again are being told something from somebody else. You're being told to believe something from somebody else. So like once you start to really question everything you read, I'm not saying that the Bible is false. What I'm saying is that the Bible is a condensed version of a lot of ancient truths. There is a lot of truths in the Bible. Absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind that there's a lot of truths, but there's also a lot of manipulation. And, you know, like I'm a firm believer in a God. I'm a firm believer that, you know, there is a God that created this universe, but my views are different than a lot of people who are, you know, Bible thumping Christians. Because you know, a lot of my problem lays with is that they've never thought to question outside of this book. 
They've never, because you're not allowed to. First of all, if you question outside of it, you're labeled all sorts of different names. You know, heretic, all sorts of crap. I mean, back in the day, they would kill you for stuff like that. Like, they'd be labeled you a witch because you were like, hey, you know, what does this mean right here? You know, does this mean you have to stone gay people because they lay together? Or was that maybe, quote, but you know, the Bible verse maybe uh, mistranslated from the original Hebrew text. And that's what, that's another thing, is that the Bible was compiled by somebody else from earlier texts. And it was translated. How do we know, you know, that it's word for word what it should be? We don't. And I promise you, if you start to research, like I've done, into ancient civilizations, ancient, ancient Sumerians, you look into the Sumerian tablets, you'll start to realize that the Bible, again, is a condensed version of other ancient texts. They continue on. It's it's there to create a certain picture. Now, I'm not saying, again, that the Bible is bad or in any way. There's a lot of good things that you can get out of it. There's a lot of spiritual truths that you can get out of it. But that's what you need to get out of it. The Bible is in no way a history book of our world. It's not. And I honestly feel bad for people who believe it. Because, it, you know, you start to question that, it all falls apart. It does. Like, honestly, you know, this is something I've been wanting to talk about for a while. I, I enjoy talking about it. Like... I mean, I like to debate with people about it, but I'm, you know, I'm respectful to people's opinions. Like, like my mom is a really devout Christian and I'm really respectful to her beliefs. I want you to believe in something, you know, I want you to believe in God and you know, you can get there. You can get, you know, divine help. You can, you can get, uh, you can get that God, you know, closeness to God by reading the Bible and doing that kind of stuff. You just need to not take it so literally. You need to take the spiritual truths from it, but don't take it so literally that you shun everything else in your society that you don't read any other books to try to expand your mind because that is where the trap is anything that is telling you you can't question outside of it is a manipulation there is no time in history where somebody's been like you can't question it you know you can't question outside this that it's not been evil or bad okay you need to understand that. <laughs> like you got to be able to use critical thinking and that's what they don't want you to do because then all the whole story starts to fall apart. I mean, if you want a good example of a condensed version of the story, you should read the Enuma Elish in the Sumerian fucking uh freaking sorry, it's my language. The Sumerian tablets. Look into the Enuma Elish. It'll talk about the original flood story and once you start to read the original flood story, you know, it starts to everything starts to make a little bit more sense. Like, it's a complete version. It's a lot more complex. Human history is way more complex than God created Adam and Eve and then they spread across the world. Because first of all, again, you start to question that, it all falls apart. It all does. Because there would have to be some incest in there. I mean, let's get it. Let's be straight. There'd have to be some incest. Okay? You stay mean... (laughs) Like it's, it's mind blowing, but like you, you start to question people about it. They, they immediately get defensive and then, you know, they the debate's over. Like I talked to my mom about it and like the whole, like for instance, another one, like the whole alien idea that there's people that live outside of, you know, outside of earth, the extraterrestrials. Like, you know, if you believe wholeheartedly in the Bible, like my mom does, like I was debating with her, uh, like last week about it. Like 
here's an example of how you could put both these together. In no way does it say in the Bible that God only created man. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say he only created man. It says he created man. So there's nothing to say that the Bible isn't just mankind's creation story and that there's other, you know, creations in the world or in the universe. Like thinking that there wouldn't be others is putting a limitation on God's power. And according to, you know, what we know, God is omnipotent and he has unlimited power. He created this universe. I mean, that's, uh, again, you know, this brought on this whole idea because, like, there's so many people now that, that are believing that the earth is flat. And, uh, like, science and everything is telling them that they're wrong. I mean, I follow a book series called The Law of One, and uh, The Law of One gives the most complete source of spiritual knowledge that I've ever read. I've read it multiple times. It references the Bible. It references every spiritual book because there's truths found in all of them. But there is also manipulations found in all of them because in order to keep a populace acting a certain way, you need a set of guidelines. And that's what religion became. It became a set of guidelines to keep humanity acting a certain way. You know, and when that's not working, because first of all, religion got really corrupt and we were killing people by the thousands because they didn't believe. I mean, for instance, the Crusades, for goodness sakes, like killing people by the thousands because they didn't accept accept God. You know, that's just it's mind blowing that we accept that as a society. We think that that's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? We turn a blind eye. We slaughter genocide, you know, hundreds of thousands of people because we think that's what God would want. A God of love who loves everybody would want us to kill people because they don't believe in them. That is mind blowing. I need you to stop and think about that. And if you think that that's okay, I need you to really, really think deeply on that, that a God of pure love would want us to kill everybody. And here's another controversial subject. The God that they're talking about that's killing whole cities because they didn't repent or this or that. That's not talking about the real God. That is the Demiurge, the false God. There's both good and bad in the Bible. And you got to figure out, use your critical thinking skills to figure out which ones are which. Because again, the Bible is a compilation of a bunch of texts. And in the original, if you go back to the Sumerian text, there was God, just like the gods of Egypt. There was deities, quote unquote, that lived amongst men that were like that. In order to keep humanity under control, they would slaughter thousands of people that, you know, stood against them. And then they wrote that down because they didn't believe. The God of this universe, the creator of this universe is not capable of any of that. God is purely love. God is a frequency. There is no, God is, there is no, uh, God is gonna slaughter a certain certain group of people and then keep a certain group of people. That is not a God of love, okay? I want you to remember that. So when you're using religious stuff as a debate, I want you to start thinking and questioning and really understanding where your stuff comes from. Like, you don't need a pastor in church to tell you what the Bible says when you can read it for yourself. 
And, you know, you don't need a, somebody to, to read you a passage and be like, hey, this is what this passage means. Because this is this person's interpretation on it. I mean, you could get, there's a book called the Companion Bible. And you can read it side by side on the Bible. And this guy's literally got, you know, he's, he spent his entire life researching, you know, the original text, the Hebrew text. And he understands what the true passages mean. And again, that's, you can use that same debate. Hey, yeah, this guy's telling you, so why should you believe him? Because he's accredited. He spent his entire life literally learning the original Hebrew text, deciphering it. So, I mean, I believe this guy a lot more than I'm going to believe somebody who went to seminary school, for example. Because the seminary school is teaching their beliefs onto the person who's going to the school. So then he's going to pass that same beliefs onto the next person. Like somebody doesn't automatically know more than you because they went to seminary school. Somebody doesn't automatically, you know, closer to God because of that. We're all close to God. Every last one of us. And in all honesty, if you really want to get technical, all of us are God. God didn't create everything. God is everything. That's what I want you to remember now. This is the truth. God is everything. Everything and everyone you see is God experiencing itself. That's what it is. That'll be uh, be it for my little debate today. Just wanted to get all this out. That was kind of a lot, I know, but hey, I'm feeling it today. You know, I wanted to talk a little bit about it. I love love debating spiritual science and all that kind of stuff. Uh, anyway, if you'd like to give it a share, love you all. Thank you for listening. This is Josh with the Synchronized Universe Podcast. Have a good day.